Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. That was really loud in my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> like obnoxiously loud. Wasn't it pretty uh, awesome? Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So everybody, welcome back to MI Live. Uh, this is where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. Uh, as always, I am Jay, and with me for the first time ever is Dr. Bradley P. Dieter. Uh, he has some letters after his name that nobody really understands what they mean. That's true, um, I know. Yeah, no, there's like 40 of them too. Five billion. I-D-E-L is one of them. I don't even know. I don't. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> uh, I look very red in the uh, in the web. I don't know why. Maybe it's that it's one because shirt of your reflect- shirt. Yeah, it's reflecting. So, if anybody has any questions while we are uh, talking, just feel free to ask questions on our subject on anything fitness nutrition related. Ask why Brad's hair looks so awesome now. Um, anything you guys have questions on, and we'll get to it. But let's jump into our first topic today, and that is creatine. The most anabolic steroid known to man. Um, so anabolic. That's, that's what the guy at GNC told me. Basically, you test positive. Yeah. So, so first, let's uh, a, a simple explanation, Brad, of what is creatine. Uh, creatine is the one of the primary phosphate donors in your body to make ATP. So if you think about when you're exercising, you will run low on ATP, which is kind of your main energy currency molecule, and creatine helps you make more ATP faster. Okay. So ATP, just so I know I'm smart, adenosine triphosphate, which converts into adenosine biphosphate or diphosphate, diphosphate, and then it becomes adenosine monophosphate? Yes. Oh, look at that. I am smart. Try di mono. Yeah. And so, so we do have, so with creatine, is it, 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 it helps your body's energy system, correct? Yeah. So if you think about it, your body has three main energy systems, um, the phosphagen system, the glycolytic system and the oxidative phosphorylation system. Um, and creatine works in the phosphagen system. So uh, this is on also an audio only podcast, so I, I'm sorry that you're not going to see the next demonstration I'm going to do, but this is a very scientific demonstration. So imagine this is your ATP, this is your adenosine, this is the three phosphates. Now, when you contract your muscle, you will go from adenosine triphosphate to boom, adenosine diphosphate. So you will lose one. And then creatine comes along. Imagine this is creatine, and this is its little phosphate. Why is your finger and, all that weird? Because it's been broken a few times. <laughs> and your body's like, I'm going to need this phosphate, so I'm going to go, bam. And that's exactly how creatine works. So everybody who is not watching, who has listened to the podcast, <laughs> you first need to watch this because Go to youtube.com slash C slash Macros Inc. Or and Macros watch Inc. this one. Macrosync.net slash YouTube. Because that was the best scientific demonstration. Yeah, and, and ever Brad held up three fingers. And then let me put me back in here. Brad <laughs> held up three fingers, then held up two. And on the other hand, held up one, smashed them together, and put three back up on his hand. But that's how um, it works. That, that is how it works. I understand and I agree. And that's, that's how I just, teach it when I teach it. Yeah, no, that's that, that makes sense. You lose one and then you regain one. Do you want to know something else really cool? What? 
So in the creatine phosphate or phosphagen system, you know, you have creatine that will come by and go like this, bang. You also have a reaction called the myokinase reaction, which you have two ADPs, and then you get bang. So you get a, you get you have two adenosine diphosphates. Mm-hmm. And they 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 don't really smash together, but they have a myokinase enzyme that transfers one of these to this one, and then leaves this one. Then you have AMP, and when you get buildup of AMP. Mm-hmm. That is one of the things that triggers the body to increase glycolysis. So when your body recognizes you've gone through your creatine stores and you're using your myokinase reaction and you have a buildup of AMP, that will trigger or it will increase the rate of glycolysis in your muscle tissue. So real quick with the phosphagen system, is that energy that's used for endurance, quick, quick movements or our medium movements? Quickies. Quickie. So like standing up or explosive reps? Um, mostly explosive reps. Okay. Like when you're doing your five <clears throat> by five on the bench. Boom. So what, what macronutrient are you primarily um, using during this when you're using the phosphagen system? You're not really using it's a stored energy. It is stored energy. Okay. And then you're recycling it with the creatine phosphate in the myokinase reactions. Perfect. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. So, so with creatine, I, I, I think the biggest question to ask is, does it does it work and what does it actually do? For as, as far as not in the body, just as far as me me taking it, what, what benefits am I going to get from it? Yeah, so we do know of there's really three main supplements um, that are actually like ergogenic or they like basically allow you to do more work. Um, that are legal. One is creatine, the other one is caffeine, and the other one is beta alanine. Um, there's some interesting stuff about citrulline malate, but we'll just stick with those big three because it's simple and easy. Um, so creatine, the way it works is basically allows your body to do more work. Um, so you can do more work over a given period of time than you can without it. So that gives you a larger training signal or uh, a larger volume or uh, growth stimulus. So you can actually add a little more lean muscle mass because you can do more work um, and you can lose the potential to lose extra fat because you can do more work. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we do have three comments. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> you, you told me maybe a year ago, five grams till I die. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Jism. That's a that is definitely a a J a J quote five grams till you die, um, and probably a little bit more when you get older. Um, best visual ever, demo ever. <laughs> Alien Dude, finger. Look at my all. pinky finger. Look how yep. jacked up that it, one is. Mine, mine are all messed up too, so I understand the pain that that. And Amy said, "Hey, hey, Amy. Oh, hey, Amy. So, <clears throat> what? Um, so, I mean, is this the you know the." The, the memes you see, I, I mean, I've heard natural bodybuilders go as far as say, if you're in creatine, you're not natural. Oh um, my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a huge debate. It's a, it's well, we a do have debate. genetic differences in what your like baseline levels of creatine are. Right. And, and so, yeah, exactly. You, you have different, and does diet affect my creatine levels? Uh, yes, I can. Yep. But wh- where naturally can I get creatine? Uh, almost entirely animal products, specifically animal meats. So like. <clears throat> muscle <clears throat> tissues and organ tissues. So, so what is the, like, if I have a, a, a chicken breast, uh, a one ounce or an eight ounce chicken breast or a, 
120 grams of chicken breast. How much yeah. in the average chicken breast? How much creatine am I getting? Creatine am I getting in from that? Um, let me look that up because I don't know or, the exact number off the top of my head. Or maybe let me rephrase it to how much chicken would I need to eat to get five grams of creatine per day? Um, looking this up, it says you would need about a kilogram of flesh of so, a given animal, specifically chicken, um, to get four to five grams. So you need about okay. 2.2 pounds per day. 2.2 pounds, a kilogram of yeah. chicken. Or I could supplement with creatine. So, yeah. so you have is, to eat a kilogram of steak to get five grams of creatine. Or you could take one scoop. One scoop. Now, is there, there there are different protocols for loading. There's a lot of them. Some people will tell you to take 10 grams a day or 15. I've heard 30 grams for five days and you'll be done. Um, let, let's get rid of all the, because you can just take the normal amount and after 30 days, you'll be at, you, your muscles will be saturated with enough creatine. So let, let's, getting the, the loading phases and stuff like that and assuming that we're just taking, we've been taking it or we are just going to take five grams a day every day is there once i'm loaded is there anything special in there do i need to have it at specific times pre or post workout is one type better than the other um so once you've kind of fully saturated your stores it doesn't matter when you take it um you can okay. take it before or after exercise you can take it before you go to bed when you go wake up doesn't really seem to matter um taking it with food does appear to be a little more beneficial than taking it without food um, there's really no difference between like the super cheap, you can buy in bulk creatine monohydrate, uh, the creatine nitrate, the creatine hydrochloride, all the fancy ones. There doesn't really appear to be any major difference. Okay. Okay. And then, so every, every, just sticking with creatine monohydrate is most likely just, that's where all, most of the science is done is on monohydrate, right? Yep. Why are you clicking buttons? Brad's clicking Cause buttons. I have control views. I am the captain. Yeah, why now. why do you have control now? That's weird. Because you gave me your login. Oh, are you logged in as me? Yes, I am. You shouldn't be. Then it's why have your login? I'm gonna your band. Band. All right. So if anybody has any questions on creatine, um this says creatine. my favorite. Uh somebody said me gusta el creatine. Um I love the creatine. Yeah. Creatine and, for life, I think that means. Yeah. Yeah, creatine para la vida. Yeah. <laughs> um also creatine should not be confused with creatinine right yeah so when you get your your lab draws and it comes back that is not your creatine level in your blood that's <laughs> mm -hmm. your creatinine <clears throat> will will taking creatine affect any of your lab levels it can yeah and it can it can like, it can increase your creatinine level okay yeah so Brad, if somebody's looking for what supplements they can navigate, if because most supplements are crap, and creatine Facts. is one of those that's that not works. Crap. It's not crap. It has a lot of health benefits. There's a lot of benefits for aging. A lot of evidence for benefits for aging individuals yep. as well, uh, as long as they resistance train. Mm -hmm. So, if somebody's trying to navigate the supplement world, wants more information on supplements, where in the world can they go for that? For where can they go first for information? Um, they can go to macrozinc.net. Um, and then from there, you can go to our NutraWiki. You can go to our blog articles, or you can sign up for coaching at MacroZinc by going to macrozinc.net slash services, spelled S E R V H A I C E S. Services. What? 
The S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S, services. Yeah, but where did Viche come in? I don't know. I just like saying Viche. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So macrosync.net slash services. You can sign up for coaching. We got a two-week free trial. If you're looking for a guided approach, um, you get a free consult with a coach. Somebody will come in and and, and not they're not going to do the work for you, but they are going to make it a lot easier. If you want to take a more self-guided approach, I'd recommend checking out our page, NutraWiki.org. It has most of your common questions. Um, it's curated by uh, Dr. Dieter over here. And it goes over the most common things that people ask and really just shows you how to do this by yourself. But the accountability is not there that coaching provides. So. Yep. Um, we do have a few questions. Uh, so what does creatine do? We covered that in the earlier part of the show, but basically it gives you a larger pool of resources to create energy from. So imagine like when you're doing a short sprint or you're doing like a, a set of 10 or a set of five reps when you're exercising basically allows you to have a little bit more energy availability in that kind of work capacity range to get a few more reps in or, you know, sprint a little longer or things like that. Um, if you're not bulking, should you take it? I just recommend people just take it all the time. Um, you yeah. can, you can just take it every day. Mm-hmm. Kathy asks, since it can increase your creatinine levels, does it affect your kidneys? So supplementing with creatine and otherwise healthy person doesn't have any effects on your kidneys. Um, if you have established chronic kidney disease, uh, that's a different, a little bit different conversation. But if you have otherwise healthy kidneys, there's no documented negative effects. You're a documented negative effect. That is offensive. I have a cat who is climbing on me worse than anything I've. Did ever- you hear my dogs this morning in the morning, Joe? No, like I did not. I, my dog was just like passed out asleep at my feet and I was like the last 30 seconds of it. And then he just gets up and just starts barking. I was like, Oh, this is great. Hello, kitty. I'm hoping that if I annoy him enough, he won't want to be by me. So we'll see. Dun, 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 dun. Although he's so old, he doesn't give a crap about anything. He just wants to sit on my lap all day. He's this a very cat. This cat hated my lap. Hated. It was never a lap cat until he hit like 15 and now he won't leave your side. It's really annoying. He is old. <clears throat> Yeah, he's. I've had him since I was 18. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our next topic, and that is drop sets and supersets. Um, my two least favorite things to do. Is that because they're harder than normal? Probably. That's probably accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just i I get the point. I like them more for. Um, you know, if you're bored and want to change things up, I think they're I think that they're more fun if you're working out with someone versus working by yourself. I would um, agree with that. And I think that they're more time saving technical uh, time saving tools versus anything else because everything I've read is there's no there's no benefit to them except for the time constraint. Yep. Is that true? Um, yes, I would say that's a little bit of it. I think it's they're also good tools to get in more volume. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing drop sets, generally you can get in a little more volume than if you're just doing regular sets. Um, same with supersets. It's a way to get more work in a given period of time and kind of augment the volume in a given training period. Now, augment your volume. Please do. <laughs> so what is your, what about like a, a reverse pyramid? What is, well, first, maybe we should define these for people. What is a drop set? <laughs> Uh, so the way I personally define drop sets is like, if I'm doing a set and then when I get to kind of that fatigue resistance point, 
you know, where you like can't crank out another set or you're kind of at like your one rep in reserve, you strip weight off and you keep going and then you strip mm-hmm. weight off and you keep going and then you strip weight off and you keep going. Um, usually a lot of ways how I do it is I'll do like 10 reps, take weight off, do five reps, take weight off, do five reps, take weight off, mm-hmm. do five reps, take weight off, etc. Okay. And then and supersets then- are working like antagonizing muscle groups. So it's like, you're going to do, fries. yeah. So you like do a bunch of bicep curls and you do a bunch of tricep extensions and you do a bunch of bicep curls and a bunch of tricep extensions. So the so working muscles switch between sets. Could I, would a superset be considered if I did bicep curls and then leg extensions? Yeah, that would also be a superset. Yeah. I would call okay. that a superset. How about a reverse pyramid? Uh, is that where you start with one and it's heavy and then you go to like yeah. 10 and it's light? Uh, that would just be, I think that's a pyramid or reverse pyramid is where you start light with a bunch of reps and then you work down, you add weight and go for less reps every time. Oh. Well, I, think a, that, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's not, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. So um, is there, is our drop sets, let's get back to drop sets then supersets. Are drop sets and supersets things that everybody should be doing or are they more of a, it? If you enjoy it, kind of do it, do it kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's more of like if uh, you enjoy it, do it kind of thing. I think there's also for people who are more in, in like advanced training stages, like they've been training for 10, 15 plus years, they can be good tools because yeah. sometimes otherwise it can be really hard to get the needed volume you need for mm-hmm. growth if you're just kind of doing the same types of sets and reps all the time. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So Br- Brad, if I am eating a lot of food and I'm just, or I'm training, I'm training a lot. I have a lot of volume. I'm doing my supersets, my drop sets, taking my creatine and like, Oh my God, I'm having my creatine. I need a meal. What do yep. I do? And, but I'm at the gym. What's an easy place to get meals. So when I get home, I can just eat right away. Mm, I would probably go to mother of I would probably select a lot of delicious things off the menu. I would go to my cart and I would, Put in the code macros10 to save 10%, and then I click order, and then I get that sucker probably a few days later. And then I would sure. not have to go to the grocery store. I wouldn't have to prep any meals. I would just grab it, poke the top, throw it in the microwave for two minutes, two and a half minutes, rip the top off, and eat it all for lunch right before you jump on your daily podcast. Because that is exactly what I did today. Yeah, for anybody who's listening on the podcast and can't see this, Brad is holding up his tray of of food that is half eaten and looks dis- it, the, the food itself looks good, but the, the used tray of leftover bread food does not look very appetizing. It so, is so, so maybe you should like, maybe you should, ha- maybe you should have one that's like fresh and show that next time instead of the one with your spit all over it. There's no spit on it. There was spit in there. There's not spit in there. Did you use a fork? Yes. Did the fork go in your mouth? No. Okay, well then, that I just no I just fling it. Fling it. <laughs> <laughs> no, catch. So, uh, Mother of Macros is our meal prep partner. Um, they deliver fresh, sustainable, macro-friendly meals directly to your door nationwide in forty-nine states. You know, the only state they do not deliver to Alaska and Hawaii. They deliver to Alaska. They do not deliver to Hawaii. Oh, you said forty-nine. <laughs> we only yeah, have fifty states. They um, don't, uh, because it just takes too long to get to Hawaii. Um, you take too they, long to get to Hawaii. I know it's been probably seven years since I've been there. Maybe ten. Years never been. Know. Never been there. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, but yes, go to motherofmacros.com. Save ten percent by using the code 
All caps, macros 10, because we like to yell around here when we type. Yeah, we do. All right, let's jump into our last topic. I do think of... we have like maybe 100 people using. Yeah, oh, yeah. This yeah, we have we have quite a few people who are using. I've kind of, converted kind of everybody. <laughs> Everyone. Oh, my God. All right, last topic. Last topic. Here we go. Favorite outdoor activity, Brad. What is your favorite thing to stay active outdoors? Um, it doesn't have to. It, and you can have multiple. I, they change. I would say my two favorite are cycling and snowshoeing. Snowshoeing. That sounds Snowshoeing fun. is awesome. Yeah. The only downside to snowshoeing is the actual snow. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything I hate more than snow. Uh, I can't. I can't. Rain. No. Yeah. Because, because it, it, you can snowing. go outside in the snow. You cannot go outside in the rain. You can absolutely go outside in the rain. No, you melt. Have you well, never? I, have you never seen you the might, Wizard of Oz? You might melt because you're so sweet. Uh, gotcha. Oh, before favorite actor. So I, I actually really enjoy taking my dogs for long walks, but I don't like walking them together very long. I like walking them separately. Um, I get double my steps in, and I can listen to an audiobook longer. I know I told That's you, Brad, my, my dog earlier, I got a, my dog got a ticket earlier today. Really? How come? Unpaid barking tickets. Ah! <laughs> when you sent me that, I was like, are you serious? That yeah. sounds like something Chicago would do. Look at this cat. Meow. Yeah. Don't, don't start him. Uh, he will, I really he hope stop. my, I really hope my King of Khaki shirts come soon. Oh my God. So, so cycling, how, how far, when you go cycling, are you a, like a, a distance rider? Or is this just a casual leisurely ride? I would say I, whenever I go out, I try to do like 20 to 30 miles. I don't, I don't know anything about cycling. Is that far? Is that no. like a, a 10 minute walk? No, it's probably like an hour. Okay. Hour and a half just depends on terrain and stuff. Um, dude, I have a friend of mine. I should, I'm going to pull it up. This guy is the most absurd human I've ever met. And I have his Strava his like thing that you follow. And what's a Strava. It is like, uh, like you, it's an app on your phone and it'll like track all your workouts. Oh, so this guy, uh, he's already done this week and this is his light week, 192 miles. That seems like a lot. I mean, that's just nuts. Yeah, like, I couldn't, I couldn't see. sit for that long. He's ridden his, he averages 300 miles a week. Holy cow. That's at least 30 a day. Yeah, that's nuts. He has ridden a total of a year to date, 5,586 miles. It's a good distance. That is a, like almost across the United States and back. Yeah. That's so when, so when you're out, when you're snowshoeing or casually riding, are you add, are you taking this energy expenditure into account in your calories? No, no. Why? Cause I just kind of know what my like average expenditure is over a week or a month. And then I just budget my calories on that. And I don't really adjust day to day. Now, if I'm training for like an Ironman or a big event or something, and I'm, you know, probably burning an extra, I don't know, five to 10,000 a week from my training from that's increased. I will maybe adjust for that, but usually I don't do it day to day. I do it like over the course of a week or a yeah. month to just kind of factor that in. Oh, pardon me. So 
<clears throat> what is so people who are watching what are some of your favorite outdoor activities and looking for new hobbies um cycling does not count anything that's like bike ride internet, launching course. model rockets that seems cool Fly back, fishing. like i've really I, i've really obviously gotten into horseback riding lately horseback riding walking my dogs uh last summer it was skateboarding again um so Hiking is always, I think, I think hiking is probably one of the most common ones, at least, at least the one that people pick up randomly, like, oh yeah, we're going to go hiking. And then you go hiking for two weeks and stop for a month and then go for two weeks. The thing is like, I really like hiking when I can take my dogs. Like if it's um, just yeah. me by myself, I'm like, meh, whatever. Oh, well, I mean, I would go with my wife. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, um, if, you if you don't take your dogs, is it even worth doing? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of annoying. No, they're not. Yeah, all dogs are kind of all animals are. I have a cat who won't leave me alone. I have two one dog who's old and won't stop growling at everybody. Not out of meanness, she just wants to tell everybody that somebody's coming around her. And then the other dog is just I I, I think he just might be inbred. And that's his, tongue, his, his tongue's always out. He just kind of like looks at you. His ears kind of bent. I don't think he knows what's going on. Nobody has any favorite activities apparently. None of them all left us, and they just don't care. That could um, be too. While we're waiting for some answers, if people wanted to follow all of this content on YouTube, how could they do that? They go to macrosinc.net slash YouTube. Go to the now, tube. If you are like working out or in the car or hiking or walking the dogs and you want to have Jay and I telling you what to do in your ears – what is the best way to listen to us or listen to these shows on like a recording? Um, I don't know. What would you recommend, Brad? Do I'd probably recommend a... checking out a podcast called MI Live, funny enough, on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and Breaker. We should get a, uh, a link going today to macrosinc.net slash podcast so people can just do that. You should. And then it can display. I just need all of this. If you can email me all of the services, I will get that up by the end of today. Oh, or so I'll get it done by this weekend. Do I have to do more work? No, you just have to email me a list to tell me where we're where we're at. I'm just kidding. I'll even find the I'll even find the links for you. You know what's funny is they should be in our dashboard. I think so. Uh, at least they're supposed to be. I don't know what you're talking about. In our 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 dashy board board. Dashboard for what? We have like 30 dashboards. For our podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't have the login Under information. For show distributions. You're a distribution of a show. So, um, oh, excuse me. Let's see, Brad. What do you think is the best activity to best daily outdoor activity for overall health? Walking. Walking. How long do I have to walk? Mm, no, no more than 17 minutes and 12 seconds and no less than 17 minutes and 15 seconds. So over 17 minutes. So between 17 minutes and 12 seconds and 17 minutes and 15 seconds or else okay. it's completely negated and there's no benefit. I'm not listening to you and I hope nobody else does either. No, I'm just making a joke because there's no real solid answer. Um, but yeah. what we do know is if, if on a daily basis you get between, 
you know, six to 9,000 steps a day, you've really done most of the work of reducing your risk of early mortality, obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease. So kind of that probably eight to 10,000 range is probably the, like the sweet spot of like return on investment. And so that's probably, I don't know, 45 to an hour of just walking a day. Yeah. Okay. I would guess. Uh, somebody said that their favorite activities are hiking, leisure, bike rides, and swimming. Swimming, I, I would put up there too. If I lived closer to a lake or had my own pool, swimming would definitely be in there. Didn't you have a pool? Uh, my stepdad has a pool. Oh, yeah, that's right. I I, there's a picture of you and your dog's a pupper. Yeah, that was at his house. A cute pupper doggo. Uh, walking and occasionally bike riding. I need to get a bike. They're just so expensive. I mean... I'm thinking if I just get like a two by four and some old wheels from the junkyard mm-hmm. and just put stuff together. Just go on Facebook Marketplace and buy one. No, it's no, I can't buy anything off. I can't buy. I'm, I'm going to find you one. Off. For those of you who are watching this live, if you see me looking off camera, it's because I'm looking up a bike. No, I know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting your bike off Facebook. You're 100 getting this. I'm going to send no. it to you. You know how long it took? It took me a long time to break my. Uh, my Facebook marketplace addiction that you got me into. Jay, here's a vintage Trek bicycle with pink handlebar wraps. That's like yeah. a legit like steel frame road bike, 150 bucks. <laughs> I feel like you would be more of like the 35-year-old riding a BMX bike around kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll find you a BMX bike. Yeah, I want a dyno. You would want a dino. What was the other one? Red. Um, there's another one. Dino and it started red something. Red fin or red fern or. Red line. Red line. Red line. That was it. Uh, Heather asked for daily steps. Is it more important to hit the six to 10 K steps each day? Or is it just beneficial to have an average of six K or so over the week? So I would say it's more beneficial to have it over the week, but we do know that like, if you have 30,000 steps one day and zero the next day, that's not quite as good as having an average throughout. Like you just don't want to have days of very high activity and then no activity. Um, that's a little less beneficial than kind of sustained moderate activity. What if I have like five days of high activity and two days off? That's probably okay. That's okay. probably pretty good. Okay. You're sustained high activity. I don't know what's with those jokes today, but they're not going to get old. I am. Uh, if you ask my wife, she would agree. I am very sustained high activity. Yeah. I oh, am. Here's a BMX bike for Brad, you. Are you, are you done with this week or is it just me? Dude. I'm. Um. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Did I tell you we planned our next family vacation? Where are you going? Spokane? No, no, no. <sighs> now, I didn't pick it. The nine-year-old picked it it's so you're... for his birthday because we, we originally were going to go to Disney. In, in, Mall of America. And we were originally going to Disney in March, and that obviously got canceled. So I said, all right, your birthday's in July. Where do you want to go? And we have a, a map, a scratch-off map in our, in our house of all the states we've been to, and we haven't been to... Uh, I he points it goes here. Well, at first he said Florida. And I said we're not going to Florida right now. I said we need to go somewhere where there's no where there's not a lot of people, so things are open and we can do. Wyoming stuff. and and well, so he picked. We're going to take a road trip from Chicago and go to Iowa, Nebraska, um, Oklahoma, and Missouri. I mean, or Kansas, Kansas and Missouri, Kansas and Missouri. You can get some good barbecue down there. The square. Yeah, I said okay. So now I'm trying to find stuff to do in those states. So if anybody has any ideas of things to do in those states. Um, That'd be awesome. Probably <laughs> work. 
Uh, there's some you can Wild do a lot of ranch. Yeah, there's a lot of ranch stuff like horseback riding and stuff. But Liam doesn't. He he would not want to be on a horse that long. Is there any like cool stuff? No, there aren't. There aren't even any. National Where's like parks. the world's largest rubber band ball? That's I like that's that. Right. I we feel saw, like that would be in Nebraska. When we when we drove to South Dakota, we did stuff like that. When we drove to uh, the, the um, Mount Rushmore, we did stuff like that. We stopped and saw like a giant purple dinosaur, and oh. like yeah, it was one of the old Sinclair dinosaurs, but it was huge. I speaking of that, you still need to watch Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, probably not. Dude, that movie was so good. Okay, I'll just take your word out. I'll just let it be good in my head. No, you must to see it. But I was never a Sega person. Check out places on food places on diners. Yeah, we were going to do that. The 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 planning on the actual. We never have problems finding stuff on the way. That thing I think is easy. It's the actual figuring out where we're going to go. So there's a couple uh, Native American reservations that we were thinking about going to. That I was thinking about going to, um, which would be kind of cool. But go to the Nino, do some gambling. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean I'm in for that. I don't think that the nine year old would have. That's what my wife and I call. We call it the Nino. Is that casino? The Nino. Remember when you were playing craps and you lost like 50 cents and we're going to have a stroke? Oh, speaking of that, did you see the markets today? Yeah. Oh. But so. you know what's good is I cashed out, uh, well, I sold most of my equity positions early today. Oh, my God. So I'm still up 25 bucks on the month and I'm going to buy oh, the man. dip. Oh, man. So I don't know if you know this, but um, I can now afford probably six iced coffees from Starbucks or a pizza or a pizza. Yeah. Or maybe I'll, maybe I'll take my wife out to uh, a nice gas station dinner. I was going to say, take her somewhere <laughs> nice like White Castle. <laughs> you can get, you can get a double slider today. Ooh, <clears throat> now we're cooking with peanut oil, right? All right. That's a, well, that's a new, that's a new phrase I just heard. Yeah, I, I figured it was new. I'd never heard it before, but I'll just roll with it. I haven't either. So I was like, so, oh, I'm going to use that today. If anybody has any questions, feel free to ask them. Otherwise, we're going to be wrapping up here shortly because Dr. Dieter is Dieter's break. And I have uh, 1,127 emails to get to. 1,127. Yeah. So maybe what I'll do is. It was, it was 1,019 when we started this show. So I think I will wait to send you the email about the podcast links until later. No, send them to me so you don't forget. I'll get to I it. Will it's never on my goal. It's on my list this weekend. It's already. It, it's it's going to be on my whiteboard right there as soon as we're uh, as soon as we're done. I have I have to do the MI Live video schedule for for the next week this weekend. I have to get videos ready for the YouTube channel. Uh, I have to get you the uh, client number, the accurate client count for May. I have to add a banner to NutriWiki and a top, a full page pop up after two article views. Look at that; it's all there. You think I don't remember these things, but they're all on my board. I just don't pay attention to the board, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I write it down so I can forget about it. Yeah, I do. Like this, like this notebook is is filled with stuff that I'm supposed to remember, and it's even labeled on the front of the notebook. Don't forget. Whoa, it's apparently it's blue and I have my blue screen on. <laughs> Is it blue? Yeah, it's a blue notebook, but it's let me turn that off. Hold on. No, leave it. No, because show, now we, show people our logo. No, so it's oh. Jay's general notebook. <laughs> and then and then Brad, here, 
Here's another one that's all ready to go. Oh, it's, that's it's awesome. good with notes. And then, oh wait, what's this? Here's another notebook with notes, and it's in right there. Jiminy Crickets. And my and my weekend reading. I also have to read the Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard today. <laughs> Sounds like you've got yourself a nice Saturday. Yeah, at least everybody's gone this weekend. Lisa, Liam's going with his grandparents. Lisa works. I got to have something to do. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. I just got a text message. Do you know Maybe. Peter? Who uh, He was here at the IEFC, Pete. He said, hey, I just saw someone driving a black Lamborghini downtown. I thought it was you. <laughs> it's like, no, that was not me. 100%. Gabe said I need Gabe said I need a microphone. I have a microphone, Gabe. It's just not in an appropriate position. I think you should put it as close to your face as possible so you have the sexy late night DJ radio voice. <clears throat> You're listening to Am I Live here going on every day. Okay. Please send I can do your song requests. We'll be here all night listening to some nice macro music. See, I can do it. <laughs> Told you I want to be. A, I, want, I want to. I want to be a DJ. I have a retainer in, so I have a little bit of a slur. But if I take it out, it goes away, and my voice gets like eight octaves deeper. Uh, so speaking of that, we people got, we should got a question. go. People we should go to listen to our podcast because we have a professionally put together intro and outro. Ooh, I like them too. Uh, Mimi said, "Any advice uh, as to when to stop losing weight and start building muscle and bulking?" Yeah, we have a. If you go to NutriWiki.org and you and you search "Should I cut or bulk?", we actually have some guidelines in an article there. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think like when you get to what was the body fat recommendation we had, like ten to twelve percent for men, 12. and it's fifteen to seventeen for women. Yeah, something. No, it would probably be higher than that. It'd probably be like closer to twenty. I mean, really, it's. When you get to a place where you feel like you're comfortable from a body composition standpoint, that's when you should start bulking. Like when you're when you're okay to maybe add a little bit of fat mass back on and you'd still be okay, like mentally, that's when I would do it. Uh, I'm looking through my old notes called <laughs> called Common Nutrition Answers from 2016 because I know it's in here. Um, man, I have some really good notes in here. We should really turn these into a uh, into a, like a Wikipedia sort of thing. Oh. Wait, we already did. Um, I'm going to pull up the Should I Bulk or Cut article. Yeah, I'm just trying to see. I had it real quick in my notes, but I haven't looked in here in like a year. Um, cut or bulk. Oh, for, for women, I would diet to 17% body fat and bulk back up to 23 and repeat. For men, diet down to 12 and back up to 18 yeah, that's what we have here. Typically with women, diet to 17 to 22% body fat, and bulk back up to 24 to 27% body fat and repeat. Typically with mm-hmm. men, diet to 10 to 12% body fat and bulk back up to 15 to 18% body fat and repeat. If you are prepping for a competition, comma, you will need to diet down to lower than these levels. Yeah. Remember that the goal is to lose steadily but avoid rapid loss, as this will cause an unwanted loss of lean body mass with fat. When gaining, the goal is to slowly to minimize is to gain slowly to minimize fat gain and maximize muscle gain. I also have in my notes if you cannot ex- remind it says remind stupid people that if you cannot explain the difference between glucose and sucrose, you should probably not be giving nutrition advice. Not incorrect. (laughs) And then I have 
awesome answers from personal trainers. And I have a guy telling me that fructose and glucose are the exact same thing. Also incorrect. Yeah, no, I, these are just, and I have screenshots of them. I don't know why. Try again. Well, um, with that, I think we will sign off. Um, there's a vacuum going on in my house now, and it's about to infiltrate my office. So we will press on and carry on my way with son. We'll see you Monday. We're going to have a guest on next week, too. Don't know what day yet, but we will have a guest on. Ooh. I'm, I, I might have another I, guest coming for us soon, too. Oh, I texted you a question about a, about having a guest on yesterday. You didn't get back to me. Really? Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. I'll just ask it now. Brad, would you like to have on a macros, uh, one of our viewers on with us, and we can... No, I did text me back about that. No, you didn't. I 100% did. Brad, you text a lot of things, and I don't read them all. So if I don't read it, it didn't get through. Did you say yes or no? Uh... I hope you said yes because I just threw it out. There. That's what I'm saying. I know. When did you send that? Yesterday, last night. I, it's sometime, sometime between 1 a.m. yesterday and 11:59 p.m. yesterday. Um, you said for MI Live, let's have a contest for a group member to come on and chat with us about three nutrition problems, questions, etc. And I said, boom, love it. Okay, cool. So, Although actually, it was a, there was a typo and it said, boom, loved him. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, now I do remember that. Um, let's uh, we'll plan that out next week, and we'll get we'll try. Maybe we can do that. Make that once a week segment where we pull somebody in. So very cool. We'll have, de- we'll have details for that one and uh, sign up for them, and then I'll try to get a uh, a Macros Inc. coach in with us so we can do that. And I might also be broadcasting from my office next week. Oh snap! Yeah, no more oh. cat. Yeah. Uh, same macro time, same macro same channel. Macro Everybody, channel. If you have a question, didn't get to it, please make a post in the group, uh, macrosinc.net slash free group, or just find it on Facebook and tag Brad Morgan in it. And he will be happy to help you out shortly. Have a good weekend Action. guys. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.